So if it gets violent, it's okay. If it gets violent, yeah, it's fine. People call these things imperfections, but they're not. Oh, that's the good stuff. And then we get to choose who we let into our weird little worlds. You're not perfect, sport. And let me save you the suspense. This girl you met, she isn't perfect either. But the question is whether or not you're perfect for each other. That's the whole deal. That's what intimacy is all about. Now you can know everything in the world, sport, but the only way you're finding out that one is by giving it a shot. You certainly won't learn from an old fucker like me. Even if I did know, I wouldn't tell a piss ant like you. Now <laughs> uh, why not? You told me every other fucking thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If I can talk more than any shrink I ever seen in my life. I teach this shit. I didn't say I know how to do it. <laughs> Welcome to Between Us, a psychotherapy podcast. Uh, who are you? I'm Raw Reyes. What do you do now? Um, right now I am a psychotherapist. Is there a particular kind of patient that you work with? Uh, not, not anymore. There, there, there used to be that, that uh, earlier in my training, I was more focused on working with specific populations. Things have happened that uh, my caseload has become quite diverse. So I can no longer identify a, a particular population. Uh, I just very, very recently heard somebody uh, who I um, yeah, I respect and has like a, many more years than I doing this kind of work that you get the patience that you need. <laughs> you know? Yeah. They uh, trust the universe. Yeah, like anything. Uh, I, I never thought like that. I, I, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, my mind doesn't go. Uh, I am much more uh, anxious. Anxious? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, there has been a parallel between the patients I get and what's happening in my life. What do you mean? Uh, you know, like... Um, uh, Sometimes uh, um, some fractures, uh, fractures in, in my my own self, or, or difficulties in my own life, or, or things that I am sorting out. Uh, many times, I mean, not all the time, of course, but many times, uh, I am I am working with somebody or with a, a, a number of people who are like struggling with with that kind of same fracture. How do you attribute that phenomenon? That that what is happening in your life is connected in that way to what is happening in your patients' lives. I think psychological life transcends individual mind. You know, I, I do think that you know that psychological life is something that we share and we mm-hmm. embody and co-construct. And um, what has happened is. That um, as as I work m- more with people, I think uh, uh, I have changed with them. Almost every time I I make an interpretation or provide some sort of uh, response, mm-hmm. uh, 
uh, I, I, I feel that there's uh, there's something useful in that for me too. <laughs> you know? Does that imply that there are unconscious or maybe conscious motivations for you in the work? I mean, you're getting something out of it. It was that part of what led you to this work in the first place. Is it related to your motivations? I think that's a radical yes. A radical yes. Yeah. You're listening to Between Us. I'm John Totten. I created this podcast with my friend Mason Neely. Our hopes for this show are to not only discuss the theory of psychotherapy, but to document some of its human stories. Stories from practitioners and patients alike. What happens in therapy? It's a big question. There are a lot of questions that come after it. And we want to try and address as many of these questions as possible. I've found over the course of my career in this field that my patients are interested as well. They want to know, how does this work? What are we like? What are our lives like? What is our psychology like? So I started asking. I started asking other therapists, past professors, people who have been doing it a long time, people who have been doing it briefly. What you're hearing is a conversation with my friend Ro Reyes, a really gifted psychotherapist in Seattle, a dear friend and, and just a caring, funny, vulnerable individual. Ro grew up in Mexico City, but he let me know that alienation has not been just a geographic experience for him been a psychological force that has shaped who he is. I have had a felt sense, you know, of, 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 of alienation, you know, from very, very early on, you know, very early on. And uh, uh, so um, for me, studying psychology, you know, studying psychology and later becoming a therapist, I think has to do a lot with um, with wanting to be in relationships, you know. What was the alienation? The image of the anthropologist on Mars mm -hmm. uh, is descriptive. Descriptive of what I, what I think uh, that feeling is for me. You know, um, uh, I think I, as I get older, I, le I am less inept. <laughs> be with people <laughs> but um, a, I, a, I have had times of uh, profound misunderstanding of people you know profound misunderstanding people or being misunderstood by people not understanding people has yeah. been more and, and this is this is like a like a sensitive topic for me uh, like not 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 knowing what what's in front of me that's, that's not knowing what's there what's this you know like, you remember this as a as a child yeah frightened at what was in front of you and alienated yeah yeah not understanding well what was going on and kind of going with that trial and error um a a tactic uh, you know, and making a lot of mistakes, you know, and eventually getting it right sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, but 
with a with a lot of uh, with, with a kind of grace, a kind of uh, a relational grace that I I, I think um, a, I've always been jealous of, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, 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 and I never had, you know. I I, I want I, I have worked through my own alienation. I am working uh, through it all the time. There's a sequence. Uh, you can even create a formal logic diagram, right? Like uh, that just by the fact that we are working together, our alienation, we are no longer alienated or less alienated. By default of being in the room together <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and being face to face, just the context of the space being filled by the two people. Yeah, and vulnerable to each other. The truth is that there are probably too many possible answers for what makes a therapist. One thing I do know is that the desire to help people is only a minuscule portion of the infinite motivations that drive each person into this profession. When my patients ask me why I chose this field, I often have to tell them that I don't even know where to start. The seeds of what made me a therapist are found in the most early developmental experiences from being an oldest child on the playground chasing bullies away from my brothers to my teenage years of intervening in my parents' arguments. Each therapist has a particular subjective experience, just like each patient does, with events and players that conspired to lead them into this practice. For Roe, it was an experience of alienation. Here he is again. A... Language uh, uh, is uh, is the first, uh, I think, the first um, and most evident uh, uh, membrane of alienation. You know, in my relationship with relationships with my friends, you know, uh, sometimes I feel that the urge to to show you something about me, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, sure, I want to show you this, you know, like a toy, you know, I want to play with John, I want to play with this, I want to show him this, you know? But it's part of of um, of something that you don't have a easy access because you don't speak my language, you know? Or you don't speak my language of origin, right? Mm-hmm. I want to share with you something that's in Spanish, you know? Right. Like, hey, man, I... Uh, a, a, um, an easy example. Well, uh, there is Star Wars. There's R two D two, right? Well, for me, it was not R two D two. It was Arturito. Arturito, little, little Arthur. Arturito, you know, little Arthur. Yes, 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 yes. yes. So that's interesting to me. I mean, you and I have a symbol, a shared symbol mm-hmm. from our earliest, most formative years. Mm-hmm. The language attached to that shared symbol carries with it absolutely different connotations and different meanings. And so you get excited to share something with me, but there's this gap. Does the opportunity for transcendence become even more meaningful and powerful? Yes. It does. Yes, it does. But uh, seeing things like that is not readily available. I, I am trying to to, to 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 say to say to say that uh, uh, that pain 
does not ha have um, a visible component of transcendence when you're feeling it. Right. If that was the case, people wouldn't come to see us, <laughs> you know? Uh, they, 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 maybe no, one, no one is sitting there in their alienation saying to themselves, this is a great opportunity for yes. transcendence. <laughs> I think I do know what you mean. I'm getting a clearer picture for what, at least subconsciously or unconsciously, drove you to this work. And I think this is probably going to be different for everyone else, but I'm curious... In your opinion, does the mind of a therapist have a particular shape or feel to it? And if so, what makes the mind of a therapist? The ability of th to think about how you're thinking. I, 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 would, I would say it like that. Mm-hmm. In your experience of me, what do you think makes my mind a therapist? Your pain. My pain? Hmm. How so? Mm, I think you're keenly aware of your pain. And um, another's. Yeah, I think that's something that you have readily accessible. <laughs> Makes me sound like a pretty annoying person to be around. <laughs> no, well, I know, not for me. I love you, so not for me. But you. maybe for some people. <laughs> You've been listening to the first episode of Between Us, a psychotherapy podcast. Between Us is produced by myself, John Totten, and Mason Neely. Mason also composed our music. If you like the show, find us on iTunes and subscribe, or even leave us a review. Be sure to find us on social media and tell us what you think. We're also interested in your stories of therapy. Reach out to us, let us hear from you, and take care. <laughs>